What if there was a way to hack your brain? To figure out why you're not taking the action you know you need to, and why the action you are taking isn't working? Well, there is. And this podcast is designed to show you how to do that, to see your mind, to coach yourself, and ultimately to create the life and business of your wildest dreams without the hustle or the stress. I'm your host, Elizabeth Salazar. Let's dig in. Hey there, and welcome back. In today's episode, we're going to talk about getting triggered, mostly because I've been getting triggered a lot lately, and I see getting triggered as a map to my work, right? Like it's the work that I still have to do on my mind in order to be the person who easily creates a million dollar business. So I'm going to start by telling you why it's important to understand your triggers in order to make money. And then we'll dig into the rest. Okay, so let's let's start here. You might be asking, what do triggers have to do with making money? And there's three things that I really want to emphasize here. Because I want to make sure that I'm always communicating to you how the work that I teach you on this podcast is going to create you money. And so the first way that processing your triggers is going to create money for you is that every time you get triggered, you're taken out of your belief and your energy goes down. Do you know what I mean? You're scrolling on Facebook You see something, it's funny because it can be anything, right? It can be somebody celebrating and being a totally normal person, but your brain has a thought and your, your brain makes it about you and now suddenly you feel terrible and your subconscious is going to take you off of whatever plan you had in mind in order to try and feel better. So you might have had your day meticulously planned. You might have your food planned. And yet suddenly, because you feel terrible, your subconscious's goal is to help you feel better. Now, most people are not catching, no matter how aware you are, you aren't catching all of the ways that your subconscious is like, oh, let's just go do this thing. Or suddenly you're on Facebook scrolling or suddenly, right? Like all of the things. So the first reason you want to be aware of your triggers and really process them is because it's going to make a difference in the way you feel in your body. And one of the secrets to making money with your mind is that you have to be in tune with how you feel in your body. You have to keep your energy levels anywhere from positive neutral to positive because that's what's attracting people into you. That's when you're feeling inspired. When you feel despair and discouraged and frustrated and overwhelmed and confused, you are not drawing people to you. The second reason that learning to process your triggers is going to make you money is because your mind is focusing on other people. And in order to create money at the highest level, you have to teach your brain to process the trigger and then put your blinders back on. 
I really want you to think about this. Every time you get triggered, it's almost like watching a movie in your mind and somebody else is the star. You could be the star, but you're not because you're simply watching them star in your movie. And so this is actually a habit and something you have to develop and teach yourself. And what that is, is you notice it, you process the trigger, which we're going to talk about in today's episode, and then you teach your brain to put the blinders back on. Now, what does the blinders mean, right? It means you're focusing back on your goal. You're focusing back on serving other people. You're not focused on so-and-so, and you're not focused on yourself. That is where the money is made. And then the third way that you have to process your triggers or why is because your triggers show you where you're not believing and where to hone in your work. And that is going to be your map. Your mind tells you where your growth is. My favorite quote from Burke Castillo is, you can't grow a business without growing the leader. And for me, I have believed this in every part of my body. I didn't used to believe it, right? Before I made six figures, I thought that I just had to focus on my business. I had to do more actions. I had to have a better strategy. I had to take somebody else's course. If I paid more money for the course, I was probably going to make more money. And yet the reality was, is that the minute I focused on building myself, that was when I made the most money. Okay, so this was actually just the intro of this podcast telling you why this is so important. But this right here is valuable enough where we could just shut it down, say goodbye for the day and say, okay, go out and process your triggers, right? Because it's going to be the key to making money. But I want to go into more. I want to teach you about triggers. I want to share with you so that your brain wraps around this in a way that allows you to catch it in real time. I want a little alarm to be going off in your mind when you get triggered because you're going to feel it in your body and you're going to notice your mind kind of be a little crazy and you're going to be like, wait a minute, I'm getting triggered. And rather than thinking like, oh, it's so true, right? Because that's where we go. We're like, this is happening and then. And our brains don't just have like one thought, right? Like this is the fun thing about our brains. It never has to do with the other person. It always has to do with our thoughts about ourself. And that's why it's our work. So in today's episode, we are going to cover what is a trigger. Then we're going to talk about two default methods of processing triggers that you're likely doing already, but that are not serving you. And then the third thing we're going to dig into is how to process triggers and grow. Because we don't want to just know how we're currently doing it, right? Like, tell me how to do it in a way that's going to serve me. And that's what we're going to do. Okay, let's dig in. So there's three ways to process getting triggered. Two of them, as I mentioned, you're likely already doing on default. And the third way is the way that's going to help you grow, transform, and get back into flow. If ever you're like, oh, it's so weird. This used to be easy. (laughs) It's likely that you just fell out of the belief. 
your energy. Because because the thing with our feelings, guys, I, I love to use this example with my clients, and it's that our feelings, which come because of our thoughts, right? So when we get triggered, it's our thoughts creating some feelings, but it's like having an untrained dog. If you are walking an untrained dog, they are going to see something, a squirrel, another dog, uh, some crazy kid who's wearing a mask and the dog's freaking out, right? They're going to see something and the dog is going to freak out and they're going to be jerking on your arm and they're going to be trying to get away from you. They're going to be trying to get the thing and you are going to be experiencing it and it's going to be happening to you. This is what a trigger is like. And unless we process it, your triggers are going to keep jerking you around like an untrained dog. So let's dig into this more. I mean, I think that's a beautiful example of it. But I've already shared a little bit, right? Like, have you ever been reading something, heard something, and then suddenly feel that like tight feeling in your body? As your mind instantly races to comparing yourself or thinking about how you're not doing something good enough or fast enough. And so the Google definition, right? Because of course I went to Google, is that triggering occurs when any certain something causes a negative emotional response. The emotional response can be fear, sadness, panic, pain, Right? It can be any of the things, but it's any time that a negative, right, like a something causes a negative emotional response. Now, Google doesn't know that that thing didn't cause our negative emotional response, right? Google's not up with knowing that our thoughts create it. But because we do know that, we then know how to mitigate being quote unquote triggered. And so again, guys, what is a trigger? There is a circumstance, we have a thought about it, and we experience a negative emotion. So here's some examples. You receive a group message and it's telling everyone not to do something. And your brain goes to, they're talking to me. I must have done something wrong. An insert, right? Like you're, you feel in your body, your heart kind of dropping and that like tingling that makes you sweat a little, right? Or a former client posts on social media about a new coach that they've hired and all the amazing results they're getting. And maybe your brain goes to first like, oh, I'm so happy they figured it out. But then your brain goes to, oh, they should have gotten those results with me. Maybe I suck. Or maybe you're scrolling on Facebook, and you see someone you kind of know whose business and life are just exploding. And your brain goes to, it's so cool for them, but I wish it was happening for me already. I've been doing this for so long. I must be missing something, right? Or you're in a group coaching environment and someone announces that they've just hit the goal you've been striving for. And your brain goes to, Right? What does it go to? I'm going to actually go into this one a little bit more below. But these are the examples, and it can happen in any number of ways. So there's two default methods of processing this type of experience. And when you process on default, it's, it's like the methodical version of telling somebody you love them or that you're sorry. 
right? Like it doesn't actually fix anything, but somehow mentally you're like, nah, I'm good. (laughs) So this first default method is when you push through. You create while feeling terrible. So you're feeling that intense negative experience in your body, or maybe it's not even intense, right? Like it could actually just be a very low, just a low vibration. You you may not even mentally know why. That's kind of the fun part, right? (laughs) This is why our body is a compass to what is happening in our mind. So you may or may not be aware of the thoughts that created it. And they could be thoughts like, I'm not good enough. I'm missing something. Um, This isn't working. I suck as a coach. Um, They're having so much success. It's probably never going to work for me. It's working for everybody else, but not me. They have it so easy. It's easier for them than me. That's not fair, right? It could be any of these thoughts in our mind creating a feeling. But you have stuff to do, right? In your business, you probably, you're probably scheduling your time or at least you have a list or at least you have some idea of like, here's some stuff I should get done today. And so even though you're feeling terrible in your body, you throw yourself into working more. You engage in groups. You write an email to your list. You go live. You finish outlining that something. You stay busy. You check the things off your list. But the flow... The ease isn't there. Go figure though, right? Like there's an undertone of belief that you suck as a coach or that it's not working. And the work you're doing might actually be just trying to prove to yourself that that's not true. You're creating from a place of negative energy in your body. And every time we do that, things go slower. You're going to feel more frustrated more quickly. And the ideas are going to actually seem like stuck and stagnant. The inspiration you once had isn't going to be there. And why? Because you felt this, you got, you had a thought about a neutral thing and it created a negative experience in your body. And rather than noticing it and stopping, you just pushed through. You shoved it in the drawer. You shoved it in the closet. And rather, like before all the things could come tumbling back at you, you shoved it closed. (laughs) And you're like, I just won't open the door again, right? Because when I do, it's all going to come tumble out and hit me. (laughs) So that's the first default method of processing a trigger. Now, the second one is you, you feel better, but it's by distracting yourself. And good news, bad news, (laughs) this one can actually be done with the first method. I actually don't know how that would be good news. (laughs) It's basically all bad news or just not great news, right? So you can do them at the same time. And so it's when, like, it's when you realize that you feel terrible that you go and distract yourself to feel better. And likely, guys, this is happening on default because, again, your subconscious wants you to feel better. Your subconscious does not want you to feel terrible. It wants you to feel good. And you wanna know what feels good? (laughs) Eating something, picking up the kitchen, folding the laundry, ordering those tickets you've been meaning to get, calling someone, 
getting something checked off your to-do list, or maybe it's running to Starbucks for a little pick-me-up. You're, you're actually going to feel better. And if you're doing these things and you get to the end of your day, your week, your month, and you're like, it's so strange, but I just can't stay focused. Often it's because you are distracting yourself and you're not aware of what's happening in order to catch yourself in real time. Now that you've heard this though, you're going to be, right? And it's, you're going to distract yourself. And, and here's what's happening. And I'm going to do another podcast on this and, and dig into this more deeply. But um, it's working because you're distracting yourself and you're stacking other thoughts on top of the ones that aren't serving you. So it's that closet where you've shoved it in. You have good things in the closet, but you also have some things that are kind of like going to fall out on you. And this is a concept I'm developing called thought stacking. And there's a good version and there's a not so good version. Really, that's not true, right? Like there's just stacks of thoughts we create. And sometimes we have a thought stacked in there. I want you to picture those like thin slices of apples, just like stacked on top of each other, really big pile of them. And what happens is, is that there can be apple slices in there that are rotten, that are gross. And so what are they going to start doing? They are going to start churning the rest of the apples gross too. And so we can use thought stacking to, to create feelings in our body, to create an energy in our body so powerful that we create money. We create any result we want. But when we have a trigger, when we have things left in our subconscious minds, in our like way of being that we are not picking up on and processing, they are going to poison the rest of our minds. Okay, so next I'm going to dig into the intentional method, right? Like this is going to be the one that you're going to grow from, right? So how do we process triggers and grow? So we've talked about the ways that we can process triggers, maybe on default, we're doing them already. It's probably not working. And there is a way to process so it does work. And so you're going to use this process to transform. This is going to be the only one that helps you to grow and transform. Because when you think of the person that you're going to be in three years, hitting that big goal, does that person get triggered by this stuff? Because if you don't learn now, you will either not become that person because you weren't able to process these types of things and they, spe- they sent you spinning, or you'll be that person and you're still going to get triggered by crazy stuff that doesn't even make sense for the person you've become. So how do you process? You might be asking. I'm going to show you. So here was my most recent trigger. And funny enough, since I outlined this podcast for you, I've experienced lots more triggers where my brain was like, do you really have this figured out? And so this was this was a couple of triggers ago at this point. But this trigger, it was the neutral circumstance was my friend hit the goal that we're both striving for. So the goal that I have is to create $250,000 this year on my journey to a million. And so she created $26,000 last month, cash in the bank. 
And so that's the neutral circumstance. So the first step of processing your mind, and and these are steps, right? Like these are more of like ways of thinking that I have built in that helped me process this. Because what was really cool about this trigger in particular was that it didn't happen and throw me into this negative experience. What happened was that I, I noticed it and immediately my brain said, ooh, you feel terrible. This is your work. And I was like, ooh, good. Thanks for letting me know, <laughs> right? Wouldn't it be great if we always had that like that flashing, like very clear words that were like, this is your work. And for me, this situation was that. So there was three things. I'm I call them steps right now, but they were really things that helped me to be in that place. Because before you're in that place, you're you're experiencing triggers and it might take you a couple of days to process them. It might take you a day, right? It might take you a week. You might spin out in that feeling for you don't even know how long because you've been in it so long, you don't remember why you were in it. And so the first step of this is that I have prepared myself before this moment. I practice seeing neutral circumstances all around me rather than letting my brain run wild, right? Because if we are not seeing the model all around us, our friends are going to hit our goal, right? Our goal, like how dare she hit that? That was my goal. (laughs) How dare she have the same goal? But we're going to see that neutral circumstance and our brain, instead of it being like, oh yeah, that's cool, right? Like celebrating with her, our brain is going to make her results mean something about us, something about me, And so I prepare my mind every day. I do this in little ways. Every time I process my mind with the model, for example, every time I play a game with my mind to find neutral inside of my normal day or inside of something I feel like right about. And this step is going to get easier. The better you get at ingraining the model of processing into your everyday life, the easier it's going to be. And so I practice this with, we've bought a couple new pieces of furniture this year and I didn't really realize it, but it turns out every time we get new furniture, our children color on them with marker. And so I'm starting to learn like, okay, maybe we shouldn't have marker. (laughs) Um, I actually remember with my 15 year old, I took markers away from her. She colored on the walls and that was, she was probably like three or four and she never had markers again. And you know what? She was fine. So we bought this like new bed frame. It's white. It's gorgeous. The children markered on it. We bought a new couch within like days marker on it. And so every time I walk past these things, I have the chance to just practice. I actually am not like angry about them. I was definitely angry in the moment. But it's things like this where you practice walking by and just like, yeah, that's neutral. There's marker on the couch. It's neutral. If I want to do something about it, I can. I can go research some stain remedy, right? I can do some things to try and get it out, but it's neutral. And so the second way that I've prepared myself ahead of time is by being aware of my feelings and connecting them to the thoughts that create them. I mentioned earlier using your body as a compass. This is a skill, 
it is not something that you can just hear my voice right now and be like, well, I'm really not that in touch with feelings. I'm pretty used to numb. It's working for me. And no, (laughs) right? Like learning to feel is a habit. It is a practice. It's reprogramming the way you've been being. And so I have been practicing for over a year feeling and connecting my thoughts and feelings. So I've, t- I've had to take ownership of how I create my feelings in the small ways of practicing it. And then it prepares me for these triggers. And so what does that look like? It looks like me, like when I'm irritated or angry, like finding the place. It, it might not always be in that moment, but finding the place where I'm like, wait a minute, how did I create that for myself? Or noticing that I'm feeling crappy in my body and like stopping myself and, tr- and finding the thought, right? And I might not always find it, but it's, it's knowing that I created it and that it's up to me and I can change it. I give my clients this fun exercise where they go through an entire scale of feelings all the way from positive, neutral to negative, and they create with one circumstance all of the feelings. And so when you do this, you are practicing feeling. You are practicing connecting your thoughts with your feelings because when you get triggered, you could be in a very high energetic state. You could be very inspired. You could be very committed. You could be feeling very courageous and taking a lot of action from that place. But the minute you get triggered, it's going to yank you out of it. And you are suddenly going to be in this like negative despair state or even just neutral. And you're not going to have the same desire and passion. And so you prepare yourself ahead of time for triggers by learning how to connect your thoughts, and your feelings. The third way is that I believe that my triggers are my work. That anything that causes me to feel intense negative emotion in my body, in business or life, is my brain showing me how to grow and transform. And so when I learn to identify and process those thoughts, I've just cleared up a whole area of my life that was once messy and now it's in order. So here's what this looks like more specifically. Um, So the C line, right? We talked about it a few minutes ago is my friend created $26,000 in March. And so what I noticed is that I felt tight. I felt afraid even. And so this is where it's really important to be in tune with your body because it was interesting. I didn't just feel tight. I also felt afraid. I noticed those sensations. And so the thought that came to mind for me was, ooh, I feel happy for her. And I feel tight and afraid. There's work for me here. And so that's when I sat down to process this. And so you always want to process on paper. Before I go any further, always process on paper. Write it down. Because when you take your thoughts out of your mind, you give yourself a chance to see them in a way that you can't do in your own mind. And even for those of you who know mindset and do mindset, Some of you are still not doing this. You have a thought and that thought is causing you to take action of not writing it down. I just want you to stop and I want you to find a thought in order for you to really believe this and try it. So here's what I uncovered even deeper, right? So the first thought started with like, ooh, here's my work. And these are the thoughts I uncovered. And the thought was, I don't know how to make that much money in a single month. 
And then the other thought I saw was, I'm going to have to work five days a week. I'm going to have to coach for 20 hours a week. And I don't want to. So awareness is the first step. Our thoughts aren't true or false. But what they are is if they stay in our head, they're going to keep creating something. So this isn't the stopping point, right? Awareness is us just seeing them. Next, I comforted myself. I acknowledge that a part of me believes these thoughts are true and that that's okay. As I was going through why I, like, why do I actually know that I could make $21,000 in a month, right? Like this is where the comfort comes in. I have a thought. I kind of believe it. I don't know how to make that much money a single month. And so then I have to come back and talk myself through it because what's happening is right. is like my subconscious is just worried. And it's thinking this thought like, ooh, I don't know how to do that. And as long as I keep thinking it, every time I think it, I'm ingraining it deeper in my belief. It's growing roots and I'm watering it. And I'm taking really good care of this thought that I don't know how to make that much money. But it's not actually true. I do know how to make that much money. I have a plan. The plan seems super doable. Like, I've never actually done that before, right? Like, I've never made $250,000 in a year. But I'm like, I could see how this could happen. (laughs) And from that place, right, I had to just talk myself through it. I had to comfort, like, it's okay that I believe that. But I also know that it's totally possible. There have been months where I've made $18,000. This month, as I'm recording this, I'm up to, I think, $13,000. And so my brain and I are like, wait a minute, that's only 7,000 to go. That's totally doable, right? And so it's just the more time I spend comforting my mind, and it's not just comforting it, but spending time thinking about why I believe I know how to make the money. It's kind of like just where you're giving the airtime. Am I giving more airtime to I don't know how? Or am I giving more airtime to, wait a minute, I do know how. This can be totally easy and fun. It's totally possible. So as I was working through these two thoughts, I noticed that the tight feeling went away. But (laughs) it started to come back. And it came back because these thoughts actually jumped into more thoughts that I was having. And this is the way our brain works. Often, the thing that we think, right, like the first thought we have that we're like, oh, good, I'll, I'll run a model on this. And then it kind of like pulls up another thought. And if you stop too soon, you don't get to the root of what the problem is. And so as I was digging in, I saw another thought, right? Because I wasn't able to, like, I tried to comfort, like, okay, what's this other thought? I tried to comfort it and it wasn't working. And so I still felt that tight, grippy feeling. And so I went back to awareness. And so the circumstance that came up for me was Stacy said to coach 20 hours a week if you want to be excellent. Then the thoughts that came from that new circumstance, notice that it really has nothing to do with my friend, right? Like if we go back to the original circumstance, it doesn't have anything to do with her making money. It has to do with my own mind. Everything always has to do with us. So then I had a few thoughts and I listed them out to see, right? Like this new circumstance, what were my thoughts about this? And one of them really stood out to me. And it was the thought, If I don't coach 20 hours a week, I'm not going to be successful. And this created the feeling of fear 
in my body. And from a place of seeing this thought, which I previously, right, like I didn't know, I hadn't been aware of this, then I could comfort it. Now, you might be hearing me say like comfort the fear and it's just different from a model, right? So in a model, it's always about, it's either about awareness of what is this thought creating for me or it's about finding another thought that feels different. But when I talk about comforting a fear, like the reason it's important is because your subconscious has concerns and you're just like talking yourself through them to create this release in your body. And it's, it's when your mind and your body both agree and they both are like, you're, you're creating a line of thinking that your brain doesn't argue with and your body is like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. That's why we never argue with like, like, right? Like I don't argue with myself. Like if I have a thought, I'm like, yeah, I do believe that there is a part of me that believes it. How do I know? Because it came out of my mind. And if it came out of my mind, there is a level of belief for it. So I don't argue with my subconscious like, you shouldn't believe that. That's not serving you. Let's not think that. I'm like, no, I do kind of believe that. And it's okay. You guys, you will feel such a release in your body when you just let it be okay. That your brain has thoughts. And you really connect with like, they're not true and they're not false. They're just my current perspective on the issue. And I, right, like I have this thought, I bet I have other perspectives too. If I really dug in, today I was doing more work on triggers and that's what I was doing is I wrote them all down. It actually wasn't triggers. I was just doing a thought download. And then I went through them and I just was like, okay, this totally feels true. (laughs) But what's the neutral circumstance here? Oh, that's the neutral circumstance. Oh, I see how this is just one thought I have about that. What else do I think about that? And then I just talk myself through it. We cannot create a business and life of our dreams without syncing up our bodies. Our bodies allow us to create the energy we need to attract clients and really sit in that inspiration. This is what most people are missing. And so they don't experience people reaching out to them and it feeling easy, right? Like they're trying to put out calls to action and they're like, it's not working. Why is it not working? I'm not asking enough people to work with me. No, I don't. I I rarely ask people to work with me. And it's just like people just come. That's totally possible and so fun. (laughs) And so every fear and doubt that lingers unanswered in your subconscious is one that is unknowingly swaying you in the results you're creating in your life. It's that stack of very thinly sliced apples. It's a stack of thoughts. And there's one of them that's poisoning the rest. And so that, my friends, is processing your triggers, right? And so let's look at how do you apply this? Because we know what a trigger is. We know it's our thought having a, you know, it's our, it's a neutral circumstance we have a thought about. And then it creates a negative feeling in our body. And it's up to us to catch it in real time so we can get back to creating money. So we can stay focused on the results, the goals, the serving side of our business. So there's three areas that I'm, I'm going to encourage you to look at. So the first question to ask yourself is, 
What has triggered you lately? What has caused you an intense negative emotion in your body? Right? Like, where are you getting triggered? For me, I get triggered on Facebook all the time. (laughs) And it's, right, like, like noticing those things allows my brain and I to be like, wait a minute, why are we spending so much time on Facebook? Hmm, I bet there's something else for us to dig into. (laughs) But look at what's triggered you lately. Go through this process and just become aware of it. Look and see what's underneath the trigger. Because it could be, like, the trigger could be as simple as, like, oh, well, so-and-so just keeps talking about how great her business is, right? Isn't it funny, right? Because you can look at that same thing and you're like, good for her. She should. (laughs) But the part of your brain, right? So then you're like, well, that's my thought. Okay, well, what's underneath it? Why does that bother me? And it could be something as simple as, like, I'm afraid that I'm not going to be successful. I'm afraid that she's going to get all the clients, right? And it's when you bring these things up, So you see, what have I been triggered with lately, right? And you see like what's underneath it. It's like, that's like a part B (laughs) to the first question. Like see what's triggered you, but keep going deeper. Don't let it just be like, well, so-and-so posted this. No, keep going inside of you. What is your brain making it mean about you? What are you really worried about? And it's, it's not a good or bad thing, right? Like you have to process it. You have to be aware of it. Because when you know where your leanings are, where your fears are, where your weakest points are, that's when you're the strongest. So the second thing I want you to ask yourself is, now what were the thoughts I was thinking? What was I making it mean? What was I making that circumstance mean about me? Oh, maybe I jumped too soon. And then the third thing is, how can I comfort that thought? So the awareness is going to come from doing a thought download, just writing all of your thoughts down in sentence form, not paragraphs that your brain and you are going to have to try and like dig through sentences. I was going to say short sentences, but you know, they could be two lines and you could do a model on them. But I also want you to comfort yourself. I want you to talk through with yourself What's happening? And just seeing like, oh, this is a neutral circumstance. This is a thought that I was having, but I can have other thoughts. I do actually believe other things. What else do I believe? And really make your brain go and find the thoughts. The the stronger you get at doing this, the easier it's going to be for your brain to just do this on its own. This is what I mean by teaching yourself how to be. Because when you learn how to process these triggers, you're going to be triggered or eventually not be triggered at all. But if you are triggered, your brain is going to have that red alert. Like, wait a minute, this is my work. You're going to process it and you're going to immediately go back to what you're working on. And you're not going to skip a beat. You're not going to be thrown out of the game because of it. And that's what it takes to make money with your mind, in your business. Have an amazing week. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the Strategic Mindset Podcast. Before you go, take a minute and leave a review and hit that subscribe button. (laughs) These are actually the only two ways that I have to know who's on the other end. And so if you haven't already, do those things and I'll see you next time. And I'll see you next time.